Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Good morning. Welcome to the Joy Taylor Show. I'm Joy Taylor alongside Ryan and Iowa Sam. On a beautiful Saturday afternoon, madness, madness in college football this Saturday. 58 points already scored in the Oklahoma-Texas game. Um, If you're checking that out, it's in halftime right now. Texas up 38-20. to That would be a massive win for Texas. So we'll keep you updated on that game and the rest of the games uh, going on throughout the day. Ohio State up 35-10 on Maryland. And... Florida up 21 nothing on Vanderbilt right now. The huge show for you today. Lots to talk about. There's so much going on. Not just around college football, but around the NFL. And tonight's Wild, Wilder Fury. I guess it's Fury Wild, Wilder. Fury's the A-side since he won. So Fury Wilder 3, the trilogy, the final fight. I'm going to Las Vegas right after the show. Fight nights are my absolute favorite. People often ask what's like the best sporting event to go to and you know i work in sports so i have the 
privilege of being able to go to some pretty amazing sporting events, which I'm very grateful for. And fight nights are by far my favorite. A great college football game is tough to match. NBA Finals up there. I've never been to a Super Bowl, so I'm I'm aiming to go to the Super Bowl this year because it's in Los Angeles. I'm never in the city where the Super Bowl is. Um, so I always cover it and then leave. So I've never actually been to a game, but a fight night is is really special because you're even if it is a part of a you know a, a series of fights um, like this one being the third fight between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Each fight is so different. You're you're really a part of history, and like boxing, the fight game is so romantic. Like when people talk about being at these specific fights and the energy in the building. So if you ever get an opportunity to go to a fight, definitely go. I I love them. Um, and also I get to dress up and I'm a girly girl and that's fun for me. So I get to go watch a brutal, <laughs> viciously violent sporting event uh, in my high heels, which I appreciate. I'm wearing my sneakers now. I got my Air Maxes on, but um, get your girl can do both, I guess. Uh, big show today, Stacey Dales, NFL Network and 670 The Score in Chicago. She's going to join us. Finally, finally, Matt Nagy, thank you. Give us what the people have been asking for. Justin Fields is officially the starter. Obviously, Andy Dalton is still hurt, so kind of forced his hand there. But, you know, Justin Fields, he really needed that that game and a half holding the tablets to figure out how to be a starter in the NFL. That's me being sarcastic, if if you can't tell. I think he should have started from week one, and we'll talk to Stacey Dale. Stacey Dales about that. Ashley Baker, she is in the Washington covers the Washington football team and is also a, a massive Cowboys fan. Cowboys looking really good. And I think we're all kind of hesitant to jump on the Cowboys bandwagon right now because, you know, they're the Cowboys. They're they always look flashy and they have something going on that's exciting. And then what do they really do? Well, this year they look legit. Their defense is much better. Much improved. She's also the host of the About Nothing But Sports podcast. Um, so we'll talk to Ashley about that. And Chris Mannix, who's a senior writer for Sports Illustrated, also does the Zone Boxing and a boxing podcast on the volume sports. Uh, he will join us later in the show in the second hour to talk about that big fight tonight that I am very much looking forward to. I haven't decided. I'm Fury is the favorite and it. It makes sense, but he put on 20 pounds, so he's going to be fighting at like 300 pounds. I didn't actually see the weigh-in number yesterday, but um, I I don't know. I just his trainer said he put on 20 pounds. I don't I don't know that that's a good thing. So I want to ask Chris about it because Fury really looked slim, not slim. Like Fury's a massive person, obviously, but what I noticed from the second fight was he, like you know those like. The back chunks, you know, it's that little meat underneath your shoulder blade, that little that little area. Love handles? Is that what they're called? I thought love handles were like at your waist. Maybe. Saddlebags? I, I don't know. Saddlebags. Is that what is they're that called? It? I don't know. I don't know. Some don't know. cruel name that we talk about our body in a you know, derogatory way. Um, the saddlebags were absent on Fury last time. <laughs> so uh, I thought he looked... Like he was in great shape. He talked about he had changed his diet. He talked about he was, you know, taking different supplements and like really honing in on, you know, his nutrition for the last fight. And obviously, look what happened. So now Fury blames a little bit of that on his not having his legs because of that ridiculous outfit 
he had on when he was coming out. Um, but we'll talk about all of that with Chris Mannix later in the show, and I'll, I'll talk about it some more because I really just I want to go with Wilder. I know he's the underdog. The 20 pounds thing makes me nervous. Also, I believe that Fury had COVID twice. And that's that's like a that's a lot on your body. So we'll we'll see. But I'm really looking forward to the fight tonight. Um let's do wait, what do we what do we call this? The Joy's full house. <laughs> Two dimes and a Two something, di- I don't something know. or other. I was a terrible work name for my segment. We're work in progress. Tweet us if you're listening to the show at Joy Taylor Talks and let me know what a better name is for my five favorite games from NFL Sunday and my two picks for you. I had uh, Fab Five and Two Dimes way too long. Someone suggested Joy's Full House last week. We're still working on it. I don't know. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a beautiful Saturday. We'll keep you updated with all the college football scores. But let's do it, Iowa Sam. Let's get to my five favorite games of the weekend. Oh, so exciting. All right, well, that Thursday night game, to start with that, was really interesting. Um, And it had huge implications because Russell Wilson's out. So that was the start of week five of the NFL. Um, In no particular order, Packers-Bengals. So the Packers are only favored by three at Cincinnati, according to Fox Bet. This is an interesting game. I'm going to wait because I got burned by the Broncos against the Ravens. I got talked into it by my co-host, Colin Cowherd, that the Broncos were legit. And my, my, my concern about the Broncos was, and I was right, they hadn't beaten anyone legitimate. Everyone they had beaten was a terrible team. And the Broncos have a lot of pieces and a competent coach, so it, they should be beating them. And also, Teddy Bridgewater is a, a solid starting quarterback. They lost Teddy Bridgewater, obviously, but um, I say all that about Packers-Bengals because I, I still have to see the Bengals beat a good team before I jump aboard the fully aboard the Bengals bandwagon. I love Joe Burrow. Love Joe Burrow. And I do think that they are building something there. And they've looked good. Uh, and not just on the offensive side of the ball. So I, I am impressed with the Bengals. But I do not think the Bengals will beat the Packers. But this is an interesting game to pay attention to. Because if they can take a step up this week, that's a huge win for the Bengals. If the Packers lose to the Bengals, it's, it's, they'll be fine. It's, it's not the end of the world. But it means a lot to the Bengals to be able to beat the Packers. And that would take that division to a whole nother level. Uh, a world where the Ravens, Bengals, and Browns are legitimate contenders and the Steelers are terrible. So, it's 2021, right? (laughs) This is the vortex we're living in. (laughs) But I'm all all on board for the Bengals taking a step up this week, so I'm really going to pay attention to that game. Bears and Raiders, obviously, I am Justin Fields' fan club founding member not even that I just want I want to see exciting quarterback play I want to see what the future of these teams are Andy Dalton is not it I have been banging on this drum from the moment they drafted Justin Fields so he is it's now official obviously we've seen him but now it is officially his team he is the starter I can't wait to see what he does against the Raiders now the Raiders are favored by five and a half they have some drama going on right now with John Gruden rightfully so and I uh, I just want to see. I feel like that's a big line, but I, I do think the Raiders will win this game. But I'm obviously paying attention to what Justin Fields is going to do. 
um, because he didn't give him any credit. You beat a divisional opponent, no credit. Doesn't matter who you beat. It's always They're always moving the goalposts, so pay attention to that game. Browns and Chargers found out that Baker is playing through a torn labrum in his non-throwing shoulder, but he's dealing with an injury. Chargers have looked unbelievable. Justin Herbert, unbelievable. Favored by two and a half. Browns at the Chargers. That's going to be a fun game. Niners at the Cardinals. It's a divisional matchup. The Cardinals are undefeated. They're playing out of their minds. Both sides of the ball. Really complete team. Kyler Murray, MVP favorite right now. Trey Lance is going to be starting. I don't know if we finally verified that. Is Jimmy 100% out? Pretty sure Trey Lance is starting. That's correct. Yeah, yeah Trey Lance is starting. Okay. Um, and the Arizona is favored by five. Probably because there's a rookie starting. Bills and Chiefs. This is the AFC Championship rematch. Kansas City, two and a half at home. I don't know what's going to happen this game. Everyone is so high on the Bills right now. They are blowing everyone out. But it is Kansas City at home. Kansas City's hearing everyone talk about how they're no good anymore. And look, uh, they've they've been struggling a bit. Their defense is not looking great. But this is going to be a huge game Sunday night, and I cannot wait to see that. So I am taking, here for my two picks, Carolina minus three against the Eagles. I think that they cover that. So I am going to go with the Panthers at home with three points. So Carolina minus three. And uh, I know I said I wasn't going to do this, but I – no, I can't do it. I have the Bengals plus three. Let me think about it. Let me decide at the end of the show. Don't put it down yet. Do it! <laughs> let, me, let me do it. Let me, let me think about it a little bit. Because Denver burned me, and I just gave a whole speech about how I'm going to wait. So let me think about it. I could talk myself into it. All right, we're going to talk to Stacey Dales at the bottom of the hour. If you miss my picks, I'll give them to you again at the end of the show. We'll also talk to Ashley Baker and Chris Mannix about the Wilder Fury trilogy fights tonight in Las Vegas. All that coming up. But next, let's talk a little bit about what's going on in Seattle because that is a looming disaster. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Welcome back to The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. I am Joy Taylor. Show is brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. I am going to Las Vegas in a few hours. Vegas! I love Las Vegas. Wonderful place. And I'm going to see the fight tonight, and I am looking forward to that. We will talk to Stacey Dales. Get you up to speed on this Justin Fields situation. He, it is his team. It is his city in Chicago. Chris Mannix will talk about the fight later on. And Ashley Baker. Should we be taking these Cowboys seriously? Texas is up 38-20. to 20, The beginning of the third quarter over Oklahoma. This would be a massive win for Texas. Like, Texas is a brand we, like we need to be great. Like We need Texas back. Texas, USC, and I'm going to say it even though everyone's going to roll their eyes, but University of Miami. But it's true. The college football is just better when Miami is like rowdy and annoying and it's got the swagger going. It's just those teams feel like pro-adjacent programs. They're definitely pillars of his, like they have historical, you know, value. They're pillars in college football, yeah. Even if they're not relevant right now, and they have big brands, like they have big brands. They're it, not that, like, look, the the traditional college football fan base thing obviously is incredibly important, but those brands really take college football to the next like crossover level, um, and it'll never happen for Miami. I just give up until they get their own stadium and they're not playing in hard rock it's just not going to happen well for texas here like they're looking a lot better than they than they did when they played arkansas and got throttled their offense has been on another level lately so yeah no it's it's coming together it takes it takes time it takes time we're not very patient in sports and sometimes it just takes a little time to get things going and uh and they look good they're up 18 points on oklahoma right now and we'll keep you updated on that ohio state is thumping maryland's 42 to 10 uh, 10-28 left in the third quarter. So Thursday night, it was a very interesting game. It, it it looked like it was going to be an incredible game between the Seahawks and the Los Angeles Rams in a division matchup that the Seahawks really, really desperately needed. Super Bowl pick's not looking so hot right now. Not looking hot. But the LA Rams struggled a lot in the first half. Uh, Matthew Stafford actually hit his mess his finger up as well as Russell Wilson but obviously it was not as serious since Matthew Stafford was able to finish the game and Russ has just had surgery but 
the Seattle defense was really the story going into that game. And they did a good job in the first half, and the second half it all fell apart. And Seattle is Seattle's now in a really interesting space because I'm hearing more and more and more that if this doesn't work this year, which, look, it's, I mean, Russ is going to miss significant time. Um, he is, I mean, four to eight weeks, so he's going to miss at least a month after having finger surgery. Uh, he, If you didn't see it, I don't know, well, you couldn't have been watching the game because they showed it 500 times, but he smashed his finger up against Aaron Donald's arm, which... For, for most people would probably just take your entire hand off, but he obviously damaged it badly, ruptured tendon, they had surgery on it. And, you know, he, he's supposed to come back later in the season, but that's, that's essentially the Seahawks season. Like we, we talk about how everything goes through Russell Wilson. And I understand Geno Smith came out and had a really exciting moment. Um, and, and it was fun. Like Geno had a nice drive. You had the Seahawks fans chanting Geno. He had an opportunity to, you know, have another game-winning drive and Tyler Lockett tripped, and that's that. But that's what backup quarterbacks are supposed to do. They're supposed to come in and ha- handle things for a moment. You don't want your backup quarterback playing significant time throughout the season. That's a bad situation. Not, you know, I don't know what Geno Smith is capable of, but he's not Russell Wilson. So Seahawks are in a bad situation now with Russ being out. And they were already struggling, and their defense is a huge problem. And I keep hearing that if this doesn't work, do you consider obliging Russell Wilson with his rumored requests from the offseason and trade him? Now, I don't have the stomach for that. I'm not built like that. That's a different level of gangster. I don't know how you trade Russell Wilson, who is arguably the biggest professional athlete. Well, like, I mean, definitely one of the biggest names in professional sports in the, that city's history. He's beloved by fans there. He's a future Hall of Famer, but he is very expensive. They have no draft picks because they pay everybody and have traded all their draft picks away. So there's no reinforcements coming for Seattle. I don't know. I don't. I could. I could not fathom just them doing it outside of his ask. Like if he in the off season when he was kind of putting pressure and there was like the rumored teams that he wanted to go to and the Saints and the Raiders and I think it was Dallas. I'm forgetting the other team. There was four teams. Saints, Raiders, Dallas, Bears. Correct. Bears. So Saints, I guess, obviously are are, are still a possibility because we haven't seen anything, you know, dramatic enough from Jameis Winston to say that that would be off the board. Bears obviously have Justin Fields. Um, so pending a complete and utter meltdown, I don't, I don't see that happening. The Raiders, I don't believe, is an option anymore. So, where does he go? That's that's obviously the next step in this. But I, I just, I can't, I just can't imagine Russell Wilson being traded by the Seattle Seahawks. Now, this is a legitimate conversation about like if this doesn't work, do the Seahawks just completely tear everything down? And start over. But but my issue with that is I don't know how you start over if you don't have the quarterback. Like, it sounds nice that you need other pieces in, in order to win. 
but like with who and in that in that division that division is is nuts <laughs> like it's so good and so competitive and so aggressive i just i can't i can't see it happening now obviously stranger things have happened tom brady just went to tampa bay and won a super bowl like this things things are moving we'll talk about aaron rodgers and the pittsburgh steelers and the possibility of that happening later in the show is Aaron Rodgers and Mike Tomlin just openly flirting, openly flirting in front of our faces, openly flirting. So crazier things have happened, but th- the problem is they pay a lot of money to very few players. They have no draft picks, so they have no way to balance out their roster with the issues that they have. The defense is not the same. We think of this, we have these sort of brands in our minds that don't reflect reality. Like, when you think of like the Steelers, for example, oh, like they have like a great defense and the great running game, and they're they play hard and like tough, and it's like that's not they've been a finesse offense for a couple a couple years. Now their defense is getting better. Obviously, they have T.J. Watt and some other nice pieces, but yeah, we have this idea that Seattle still has this defense that's capable, and they don't. So I don't know. Again, I don't have the stomach to move on from Russell Wilson in that space. But he's going to be gone for four to eight weeks. Um, He posted a picture after the surgery. And uh, there are already two losses behind the Rams and the Cardinals in the NFC West. And they will have to move forward with Geno Smith. Um, I I mean, Wilson, Russell Wilson is obviously a very durable player. So this is a rare thing for him. He had the longest streak of consecutive starts by any active quarterback with 149 and he's played through lots of injuries. So obviously this one was serious enough that they needed to have the surgery, not only to preserve him moving forward in his career, but you know, to have a chance at getting him back a hundred percent at any point this season. Although I do think at this, you know, at this juncture, it's a lost season for the Seahawks. If they can stay afloat somehow, stay competitive, We'll see, but I don't know. They've, they've kind of backed themselves into a corner money-wise. Again, they have no draft picks, so they, they really don't have a way to rebuild. And this is this is a thing. There's there's a significant drumbeat that they might have to, to reboot. Now, I, what I think is interesting about Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, um, maybe even Matt Ryan – like these quarterbacks who are making a ton of money, just these crazy contracts, which they absolutely deserve and I have no problem with, but it is a salary cap sport. So you have to take it into consideration. How are you going to build out the rest of the roster? I mean, the last 10 years, if you pay, if you're paying your quarterback more than 12 and a half percent of your salary cap, you are not winning a Super Bowl. It's just how it goes. Maybe they should follow the Brady blueprint. Well, take a little less. For a couple extra rings, maybe. Yeah, I mean that's that, that you can't you can't argue that that's doesn't work. It's <laughs> like very it's, successful. It's, but... either, it's very successful. Uh, now it is Tom Brady, but you know Aaron Rodgers has won a Super Bowl. Russell Wilson's won a Super Bowl, so they are more than capable of that. And I'm not going to tell anybody to take less money, but it's a salary cap league, and it's easy for Tom to take less money when he's married to the biggest supermodel in the world, who's worth 300 million dollars. However. That formula or having a young quarterback that hasn't been paid and building the roster around him seem to be the way to go to win a Super Bowl these days. I don't know, but we'll talk about 
another young quarterback who now is the face of the Chicago Bears. We will talk to Stacey Dales, but first let's get to what's trending. And we have plenty of college football on this Saturday, including a shootout in Dallas, number 21, Texas, 38-20 lead over number 6, Oklahoma. That's with 11.06 to play. They're now in the third quarter, number 7, Ohio State. No problem with Maryland today. 49-10, the Buckeyes lead 7.45 to play in the third quarter of that contest. Number 11, Michigan State just got a 94-yard touchdown run from Kenneth Walker the third. He's now run for 179 yards, and they have a 28-13 lead over Rutgers. That's with 5.09 to play in the third. 3.34 to play in the third down in Oxford, where number 17, Ole Miss, is taking a 31-24 lead over number 13, Arkansas and at 954 to play in the third quarter number 20 Florida pitching a shutout 35 nothing as they host Vanderbilt BYU quarterback Jaron Hall will play today against Boise State he's missed the last two games for the Cougars NFL news the Packers have placed cornerback Jair Alexander on the injured reserve but they've activated defensive linebacker or defensive lineman Tyler Alexander from the COVID list course they are at Cincinnati tomorrow. Joey Bosa's fined $28,917 for his confrontations with officials, complaints about holding calls, etc. from Monday night's win over the Raiders. And the Bears have officially placed running back David Montgomery on the IR. Expect him out three to five weeks, but they have activated linebacker Dranny Trevathan. Defensive tackle Akeem Hicks, though, is out for their game with the Raiders on Sunday. And Mark Few, feeling the wrath of a DUI while coaching for Gonzaga. Yeah, he'll miss the season opener. Wow. We'll send it back now. It's Joy Taylor. Thank you to Ralph Irvin for those updates. Listening to the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. Let's go out to Stacey Dales of NFL Network, also Fox Sports and uh, College Hoops analyst, a former professional basketball player herself. And at 670, the score, Chicago. Thank you for joining us, Stacey. I am uh, I am the number one Justin Fields should be starting from week one fan club <laughs> person. Uh, I've been banging this drum from the moment that they've taken him. So now he's officially the starter. What is What was the reaction in Chicago when this was finally made official? Uh, first of all, great to be with you, Joy. You gave me a break from my Sooners getting demolished by <laughs> Texas now. So, like, I got, I've got on the game, and I'm like, what? You know, this is a perfect time for you and I to chat about <laughs> the, the Bears and Justin Fields. Um, wow, what, an, what a six-month period process, whatever you want to call it, it's been. Um, I do live in the Chicago area, as you know, so I've been kind of on this beat uh, from the beginning. And from the moment this young man was drafted, Joy, the, the the escalation of excitement and almost like this jubilation across the city of Chicago has been growing. It's been fascinating to witness and watch. Um, and, uh, you know, I, a lot of people were in the same shoes as you. I mean, as far as, hey, let's get this guy going. Um, and, you know, an injury forced the situation, and now it's just undeniable what we saw against Detroit last weekend, the explosives, the arms, talent, uh, I kind of describe him as when I watch him in person, he's almost like gliding in the backfield. And his change of speed is second to none. I mean, the guy can just be 
trotting, jogging, whatever you want to call it, and then boom, he's like a, a cannon. He's gone. And it could be the arm or it could be the legs. So it's, uh, it's, it's going to be fun to kind of watch him evolve. And obviously we're, we're all, you know, uh, sorry that Andy Dalton's had to go through what he has. But, I mean, the talent is undeniable, really. We're talking to Stacey Dales. Yes, I... The Andy Dalton thing is obviously unfortunate, but to go before, let's go back in the timeline, if we can, um, if you are a Loki watcher, that was some nerd stuff right there, but let's go back in the timeline and let's go to when Matt Nagy said, like, Andy Dalton is our starter, and then it kind of it kind of exploded nationally where, like, you know, we yes, you told Andy Dalton he was going to be the starter, but then you drafted Justin Fields. So, to me, my mentality on young quarterbacks is that they should start right away unless they are completely incapable, which I mean, if you're taking a quarterback in top 10 in the draft, how can they possibly be completely incapable of starting? Every other position is expected to start when you're taking that high in the draft. I understand it's more complicated, but there is a value to learning on the field. Like I don't think you get better at radio by watching someone else do radio. Now you can learn how to do radio you can learn all the technical things, but you're not going to get better unless you do it. And to me, that is what the, the situation with Justin Fields. Now, every situation is different. I think the 49ers are a complete outlier in that space. But what do you think about that mentality? And why mm-hmm. was that so like f- so far away from what Maggie, Matt Nagy wanted to do? Well, it's so fascinating. I have so many directions I could go because I hear your points. They're all valid, Joy. I think if you look at the NBA, which is obviously a different sport, um, with different sort of logistics and mechanics to it. When, when a guy is drafted, not out of college, but out of, out of high school or <laughs> whenever, um, he plays right away. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we have this, we have this demand for, you know, we want what we want when we want it right now. And the quarterback position is just different as I've learned in the NFL. You've been around the game forever. Um, so you understand that. But you're right. Any other position that's drafted in a, you know, within the top 15 of the NFL draft is, is probably going to plug in and play type guy, right? So you almost expect that out of the quarterbacks. Now, I think in this situation, th- th- this was a tricky one for Matt Nagy because he had Patrick Mahomes in 2017 with Kansas City, right, when he was the offensive coordinator, and Alex Smith had the best year of his career. So he also had Big Red to follow in Andy Reid. So he was kind of like on the shoulders of Big Red. He's got this veteran quarterback in Alex Smith who could, you know, he was fantastic that year. And then you get Patrick Mahomes, who is just genius, right? Like, um, so they were afforded the ability to sit Patrick Mahomes for the entirety of that season. Now, say what you want about that. I think they really, truly did come in with that same blueprint. And, you know, the difference is every quarterback is different in the National Football League. So right now we're seeing Trevor Lawrence struggle with the Jags. We're seeing Zach Wilson just get his first win with the Jets. Hasn't come easy, but I get your point. And your point is, hey, if I'm going to do radio, i got to make some mistakes along the way because it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tricky transition from guest to guest and, you know, the time you're on air and you get reps, right? Confidence comes from demonstrated ability. And so if you're a rookie quarterback in the NFL who's taken within the top 15, Mac Jones, right? Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, our guy in, in, uh, in New York, Zach Wilson. Like, yeah, the, and now guess what? This young man in San Francisco is going to have to play. Right. So you're going to get those reps and you're going to go. And uh, 
we saw it with Fields. He got torn up by the Miles Garrett and the Browns. I was at that game. And then he comes back against a not-so-good Detroit team, with all due respect. But he throws some, some absolute beautiful bombs in the air. And it was, it was uh, you know, I think something this week where, okay, we can't go back. We can't, you, can't, you can't turn the corner now. I mean, let this guy go. And guess what? Shoot, the heat is coming in Oakland, Joy, because that Raiders team has the second-highest quarterback pressure rate in the NFL behind the Cleveland Browns, who just, you know, sacked uh, number one nine times two weeks ago. So, but I hear you. I hear, I hear you. And I think watching him, the potential is off the charts. People ask me, like, hey, you get to watch this kid in person. I'm like, yeah, this, this kid is, this is a young man who's going to be a man very quickly because he, he can move. He's big. I mean, he's got like Cam Newton size, but double the speed, finesse with the football. Um, and I just, I just love his demeanor. So I think there's a lot of excitement. We're talking to Stacey Dales, NFL Network, and 670 The Score in Chicago. Uh, I love everything that you're saying. You're getting me very excited about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, while I very much believe that they should start right away and experience is extremely valuable, I also am a very measured and calm person when it comes to rookie quarterbacks, not with everything else in life, but with rookie quarterbacks, you have to be extremely patient. I have no expectations, zero expectations for Jacksonville this year. Zero expectations for the Jets this year. 49ers are a little bit different. They have a better roster. They're a contender, which is why they had Jimmy G there. And Mac Jones, you know, just just don't, you know, don't crash the Mercedes. It's not, they're not, I'm not expecting anything over the top spectacular from him, but I do expect him to manage what is a very well-run organization. But generally, if you are a young quarterback going to these situations, they, they tend to be a little dysfunctional. So I don't, I don't consider the Bears to be a dysfunctional organization, but they are, they are, the roster is nowhere where it needs to be for them to be contenders yet. So what are the ex- what are the realistic expectations, or not even realistic, like what is the pulse of the fan base, the media, the organization as far as expectations for Justin Fields this year? Yeah. Um, gosh, I love this conversation. This is great, uh, which is why you're awesome. Um <laughs> I think this. I think that people expect to win because the defense is good. Uh, uh, mm. You know, this defense, this front seven is good. Uh, you know, when you when you have the ability to sack the quarterback, the Bears lead the NFL. Now, sacks aren't everything, right? Quarterback pressures are important. Your brother would know something about that, right? Um, you know something about that. It, it they they're getting turnovers and they're sacking the quarterback. So that means rushing coverage are working. That gives the offense a chance. And the, the defense carried this team with not just an Andy Dalton, but a young Justin Fields who they got a win last week, a little confidence goes up, and now this is a big test on the road. So the expectations are, to me, um, to answer your question, frankly, I, the, people expect this team could be a playoff team. Now, it's going to depend on how quickly this young man is able to adapt to, you know, sort of what defenses are going to throw at him because he's going to see a lot of different stuff. I mean, this weekend, Gus Bradley is a lot of disguise, so he has simplified the defense in Las Vegas for the Raiders. Um, these guys bring the heat, and Crosby's coming at you. So I just, every game, every week, I think the Bears have to be patient week to week internally. The fans won't be patient. That's never going to happen with Justin Fields because we all see the potential, and it is real. I believe it's real. People ask me, 
do you think he's overhyped? Do you think he was drafted too high? Uh-uh, uh-uh, not watching him, not watching him work, not listening to him in press conferences. So I think there is an expectation, um, not just in the city of Chicago, but across the nation as far as what the potential of the Bears could be with Justin Fields. I think, you know, I keep my opinion out of it, Joy, just because I'm a national reporter and I got to go to these facilities. <laughs> but, um, you, you know, I, I think there's a there's more hope. Sometimes when somebody comes in a game, they can just they can turn the entire energy around, yeah. right? That is what you feel with with Justin Fields when he comes into the situation. So I, I don't know if that answers the question. Um, you know, maybe touches on it. That oh, scares me. See, that's 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 what 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 scares me about it because you know they he should be given some grace and time to develop and and be able to go in and learn without the pressure of them being a playoff team so that's where like i get conflicted about if they should start right away is like what are, what are the realistic expectations of the fan base and the media and the national mm-hmm. media for them because you know that's that's that changes the course of the narrative of their uh their careers but i'm i'm really looking forward to this game this weekend, that Raiders defense is uh, is tough, but I'm I'm rooting for Justin Fields. I I'll give my opinion. I'm rooting for Justin Fields, so I will say that, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he does uh, against the Raiders this weekend. Thank you so much for joining us, Stacy. Follow Stacy Dales on social media um, at Stacy Dales. That's correct. Make sure I get it right. That's correct. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Thank Bye. you. Good luck to your Sooners. They just scored a field goal, so it's thirty-eight twenty-three now. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so I'm sending you some good Thanks. luck. Way, way to put a period on it, Joy. <laughs> Thank you, Stacy. All right, do well. Thank you to Stacy Dales, NFL Network, and 670 The Score in Chicago for joining us there. I am. I am. I don't care. I am rooting for Justin Fields. I want to see what he does. I am excited that he is the starter, and I'm excited for Chicago. It's a great American city, and they have great fans, and they deserve to be competitive and have. Great quarterback play, which I think he will grow into, but just be a little more realistic. We'll talk to Ashley Baker at the top of the hour, talk about these Cowboys and a little bit of what's going on in the NFC East and Chris Mannix. Fury Wilder 3, I'm heading there later, but let's talk about this disaster in my hometown of Pittsburgh next. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. (laughs) 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Hey, this is good Vegas music, Iowa Sam. Welcome back to Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, oh, big run. Oh, you got he fumbled. Sorry, I'm doing terrible play right now. And this Texas-Oklahoma game is crazy. What is happening? Sorry, that was not, I'm way better at play-by-play than that. I do it for Prime Video. I'm much more locked in. I wasn't expecting that to happen. Uh, thank you to Stacey Dales for joining us. 670 The Score in Chicago in NFL Network as we talk about Justin Fields. I can't wait to see him get his first official start as the official starter of the Chicago Bears this weekend. So we got a little we got a little flirtation. You know, I won't say it was like it was like healthy flirting. It wasn't like disrespectful, but it was definitely flirting. So I, I mean everyone saw that little moment. Just a little moment between Aaron Rodgers and Mike Tomlin this weekend. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, he kind of tried to like make it seem like it wasn't a thing, but it was it was a thing. Let's listen to Aaron Rodgers. A lot of respect. I've watched him from afar for a long time. A lot of respect for him. I just enjoy the way that he talks about his players. I've had some friends play over there, and I just like his demeanor. I think he fits that uh, that Iron City perfectly. A lot of a lot of respect. <laughs> I see what you're doing, Aaron. He talked about it on the Pat McAfee show as well, and. You know, kind of was like, yeah, well, you know, if you want to make something of it, then I can't control that. Here's the thing. When you're a really smart person, you can't play dumb. Not about stuff that you're obviously very smart at. Now, you can be like, hey, I don't know anything about, I don't know, vaccines. But I do know some of a thing or two about football and like how this works. And Aaron Rodgers does. And he, and he knows how this looks and how this sounds. And more.
more importantly, we all have seen how bad Ben Roethlisberger has been this year, which should be a surprise to no one. But for whatever reason, the Pittsburgh Steelers have decided to move forward with him this year. They are not going to bench him. I'm, I would be in a state of shock if the Pittsburgh Steelers bench Ben Roethlisberger. He would have to throw seven interceptions in a game for them to bench him. I'm from Pittsburgh. There is a lot of nostalgia there. There's a lot of loyalty there. They're not going to embarrass him in what looks like is probably his last year. It's been rough. He's 3-7 and seven in his last 10 starts, 17 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 64.4 completion percentage, and 81.3 passer rating. Uh, they're on a three-game losing streak. Now, they do play Denver this weekend, which which could be a little bit of a bounce-back game just because it's Drew Locke. But uh, I'm just... Uh, this is a thing. Like this is a, this is an actual possibility that Aaron Rodgers could end up in Pittsburgh, and the reason for that is, of course, because Ben is going to be gone, and the Packers don't want to send him anywhere in the NFC. So this is a perfect landing spot. Forget the whole Tomlin, you know, liking players thing. Like there, there's only so many places where Aaron Rodgers can actually go. And it's probably got to be in the AFC, and this is going to be one of those destinations. And I am here for it. Pittsburgh, Iron City, we will love you, Aaron. We'll be so good to you. I don't know if we'll win because that division is really good now. <laughs> oh, that team would thrive. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, we. yeah, but there's still like some pieces that, need, that you can't run the ball. They cannot run the ball. They are the worst in the league at running the ball. I don't care how great you are. you got to have a little bit of a running game, especially in those winters. Uh, we'll talk to Ashley Baker, talk about the Cowboys, Washington football team, the NFC East, and some other stories around the NFL when we come back on the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... 
It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Hey, thanks for joining us on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. 4130 Texas up on Oklahoma. 22 seconds left in the third quarter. Game is bananas. Got a shootout, Ole Miss and Arkansas tied at 38 with 9.55 left in the fourth quarter. Thanks for joining us today and hanging out. Thank you to Stacey Dales for making me feel really warm and fuzzy about Justin Fields. And now we'll go out to my friend Ashley Baker, who is the Washington Wizards reporter for 1340 AM Fox Sports and also the host of the About Nothing But Sports podcast and a massive Cowboys fan. So Ashley, can we can we hey jump <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, can we jump aboard the bandwagon? Is it too soon cuz you know how, you know how the Cowboys tend to do? Listen, we are always accepting bandwagon <laughs> requests. Feel free to come on this train because it is it's leaving the station. After week 6 is leaving the station. So feel free to come on over the band. Y'all can y'all can come on over, it's not a problem. But if I jump aboard the bandwagon, am I going to get to, you know, the playoffs and lose week one? You know, is that is that, is that how it's going to go? Pretty. That was, that was a low blow. You guys are known for low blows, you non-Cowboy fans. <laughs> Listen, this is a really great year. You see how good Dallas looks. And I'm probably the most realistic Dallas fan anybody will ever meet. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that this year is different. I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of getting to the playoffs. One and done. Um, I'm hoping anything less than a trip to the NFC Championship, in my opinion, if Dallas continues to play the way that they're playing, if the defense improves, um, it's just a failed season, in my opinion. Um, so hopefully hopefully they, they, they can get there. NFC Championship, at least, at minimum. Well, I picked them to win the division this year and for, for several reasons. One, I, I, Dak is back. So if you're looking at the division – he is by far the best quarterback in the division. Now, it's not all about quarterback, obviously, but in this division, you got Taylor Heineke, we have Jalen Hurts, who's a complete unknown, and uh, you know, Danny Dimes, who we, we still are not entirely sure of what he's capable of. And it looks like that's that's right. Like the Cowboys and Dak are back to where they were offensively before he got injured. But the defense is the story to me in Dallas because the defense was a disaster last year. Like, yes, obviously Dak was hurt, but the defense was so bad. And Micah has been incredible and the defense is much, much better. Exactly. And as you mentioned, it's actually started with Micah, in my opinion, and then Trayvon Diggs. Then yes. an absolute set, literally finish it. So it starts with Micah on each play, and Trayvon seems to be finishing it. And I think he has like six picks on a year, and we're only going into game five. So it's, it's, they have been really good under, you know, Dan Quinn. I, I knew coming into the season that it would be different. 
um, defensively, and we still have some pieces that are hurt. You know, Demarcus Lawrence is out. He should be back um, in a few weeks, so we'll see how that looks. I think maybe like around week 10 or 11. We'll see how he looks when he comes back, but we don't even have all of the pieces defensively, and they are looking really good. They lead the league in takeaways. I would like for them to tighten up on the tackling and not allowing um, such long plays during certain drives, but they, they're looking pretty good. Now, Micah is a star, and he he has been perfect, not only just for that defense, he plays with uh, you know, kind of a style of his mentor in LeVar Arrington. They they have similar styles of play, but he, I, I think you're right. Like the identity of that Dallas defense has almost immediately been built around Micah. Yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, of course they released Jalen Smith. Yeah. And a lot of that had to do with Micah Parsons, right? Um, the emergence of Micah Parsons and, and Trayvon Diggs and, you know, uh, Micah, them, them moving Micah's position and him coming off of the edge and constantly getting pressure on the quarterback. It is a really, really a sight to see. Um, I have prayed for days like this that we have a cornerback <laughs> and, you know, folks coming off the edge and pressuring the quarterback. I have literally prayed for days <laughs> like this. So I am just in bliss and I'm hoping that it continues this, this weekend when <laughs> They played a giant. <laughs> uh, we're talking to Ashley Baker. Follow her on social media at Ashley Baker underscore 21 and check out her about nothing but sports podcast. Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. one of my picks this weekend, I was toying with the, I was toying, oh, simply toying, Ashley, with the idea of taking the Bengals uh, plus three against the Packers, but I'm not ready yet. I don't have the guts for it. I need to see the Bengals beat a legitimate team before I start giving them my dollaruskis. But this weekend, my other pick is the Giants. Giants plus seven. Come on. That's a lot of points. You, you're. I think we're losing her. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, hold on. Can you uh, hear me, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. We got you. Okay, so you said you're going with which team? I mean, I think Dallas is going to win, but I don't think they're going to blow out the Giants. Oh, I disagree. Okay, I think we're losing Ashley. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. We still have technical difficulties, even though we're in the studio sometimes. Um, I, I, yes, so that's my other pick. I, I went through my picks earlier today, and um, my other pick is the Giants plus seven. That's way too many points for uh, to go against the Cowboys. And I get it, it's the Cowboys at home, and the Cowboys are obviously the better team. But it's a divisional matchup this weekend, and and that's just too much. But we're going to try and get Ashley Baker uh, back. I think we're, we're missing Ryan, so maybe we won't be able to do that. But we'll call, you know what, we'll call Ashley back at the other side of the break. How about that? We'll call Ashley back. Uh, no, it's we'll, we'll get Ashley back in a couple minutes. So, all right, so let's take a break from the, the Cowboys conversation because I want to finish finish that conversation with Ashley in just a minute. And uh, let, let's let's go back. Let's circle back to the, the Ben Roethlisberger Steelers conversation really quickly because I didn't, I didn't really get to get all of my thoughts out before the, uh, the break there. So Ben has been really, really struggling, as we know. And there was a lot of conversation in the the preseason about how you know he had he'd lost some weight. He's in better shape. He looked actually faster and better in the preseason, which you know I don't know how much how much you can. It's probably a good example of why you should not give too much credit to the preseason. But 
he, he's really been struggling. And as I mentioned, they cannot run the ball. They are incapable of running the ball. They have the worst rushing offense this season, 55.3 rushing yards per game. They're on pace to have the worst rushing offense in NFL history. The 2000 Chargers averaged 66.4 rushing yards per game. They have the 28th ranked rushing grade according to Pro Football Focus and 27th ranked run blocking grade this season. So no matter who it is that's going to be playing quarterback, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or Ben Roethlisberger or Tom Brady, it doesn't matter. You're not going to get anything done if you can't run the ball in the AFC North. It is impossible. I don't even know that that's possible to be that bad at running the ball anywhere in the NFL, but certainly not in the AFC North. So, I mean, I mean, you've got the, the Ravens, unbelievable. Obviously, the Browns have an incredible rushing attack. And look, the Bengals are emerging. I'm, I'm still waiting to see how this goes against the Packers this weekend, but you, you got to be able to run the ball. You can't be the worst in the league at running the ball. That, that's, that's not going to work. Not when you have an aging quarterback. You can't ask him to throw it 50 times. You have to have a balanced offense and keep the defense honest. So... The I don't I don't know what the future is in Pittsburgh. Aaron Rodgers is obviously a legitimate option because I don't think he's going to be in Green Bay next year. Now, how are you going to make the money match up? Who knows? But the the biggest thing to me outside of the quarterback is you've got to figure out what to do with that running game because you're not going to win very many games in this league having the worst rushing offense in the league. All right, we'll try and get Ashley Baker back. Uh, on the other side and get you updated on this Texas-Oklahoma game. And at the bottom of the hour, uh, yeah, we can bring Ashley back on. We'll talk to Chris Mannix at the bottom of the hour about the Wilder Fury fight. Ashley, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Perfect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds uh, like an old commercial. Remember those commercials? Yes. Uh, now? Good. <laughs> at Ashley Baker underscore 21. Host of the About Nothing But Sports podcast. Okay, so I was saying that uh, the, the the Cowboys are not going to blow out the in-division Giants, right? No, so I heard you say that, and I actually disagree. I think that this is going to be somewhere around 30 to 10. Oh, um, you know, yeah, actually, come on. Yeah, and this is this is not me being a Dallas fan, seriously, but Dallas can put up points, okay? Um, and, again, the defense is playing the way they're playing. I think Sterling Shepard is out. You know, the, the Giants are missing some key pieces. This is the wrong week to actually run up against Dallas, despite the fact that it's a divisional game, and typically divisional games are tough, right? I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Dallas is going to put up 30 points like they usually do, and I think that they're going to hold the Giants to 10. Mm. I I love the Giants. Minus 7. Go ahead and parlay parlay that pick, Joy. Uh Uh-uh, no. Parlay that pick. I don't like giving money away. (laughs) We work too hard for this. But I am going to take the Giants plus 7. Um. So you can tease me uh, if, it, if it doesn't go well, but I, I feel confident in that. Uh, all right, so the Washington football team, you're in the Washington area. You cover Washington oh, yeah. sports. Um, it, it, Ron Rivera talked about it this week. Obviously, there was a, the investigation with one of the trainers, and it has nothing to do with football, obviously, but it just kind of feels like there's always something with the Washington football team. Why is that? I don't know. You know, I've been asking myself that for a couple of years now. I don't know if it's some type of, like, sports curse or whatever's <laughs> going on here in D.C. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm a little dis- – I'm very disappointed to hear that because I feel like just being here, I've noticed the recent hires and I noticed how good they've been with, you know, um, just such a good culture change here. Um, and then this news kind of comes out, and I'm like, I just don't know. I mean, it's like they take a couple of steps forward, right. and then, you know, they go 20 steps back. I don't know if, you know, a lot of people here always say that the Redskins have some, the Redskins, I'm sorry, the Washington football team 
always have some type of um they, they've had some type of curse i'm starting <laughs> to believe that that could be true <laughs> I mean, it's just a person wants to believe in it. It's Halloween month. uh, It it could be true. Oh, it is. I love Halloween. Um, You know what? I think it has to do with the the tone set, obviously, at the top when you have organizations like this. But also on the field, their defense has been has had a dramatic drop off from last year. You know, Joy, coming into the season, I had them almost tied with the Bucks as being like the top team defensively because on paper they look great I mean we saw what they were last year right coming into the year you know Chase Young Montez Sweat um I really thought that they were going to be something and it that has been one of the biggest shockers of the season I mean they are like almost dead last in all of the categories defensively they're giving up uh about over 25 points a game close to like 30 points a game this is not what I was expecting I'm not, I I want to say I expect them to tighten up but their schedule does not get easier. Uh, so I really don't know when they're going to have the time to tighten up and kind of get to what we believe that they would be at the start of the season. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a really dramatic drop-off from last year. And I, I love Ron Rivera. I think he's... I think he's a, he's a good – I mean, look, I'm not really talking from a personal level when I talk about any of these teams or players, but Ron Rivera is – you know, he's a man that's very well-respected. He has the ability to build a culture, and I do think that he has changed the tone there. But I didn't feel good about the Washington football team and coming into the season, not because of their defense, but because they didn't have a quarterback. Like, Ryan Fitzpatrick is not a season-long quarterback. He's a backup quarterback. Now, obviously, he got injured, but – that was not a good quarterback situation to me to come into the season with. And now they have Taylor Heineke, who's capable, obviously, but, you know, he's not going to outduel Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. And, like, you got to win your division first. So that that was my biggest question mark for the Washington football team coming into the season. Is that fair? That is fair. Um, I thought maybe we would see some fit magic as well, but I didn't think that he was going to be some type of long time, uh, long-term quarterback. I will say that the general consensus here in the D.C. area, they uh, a lot of fans are trying to figure out why they did, why they didn't just go with Heineke from the beginning, um, because he played so well in that game against Tampa last year in the wild card. Um, so a lot of a lot of the fans here were a little taken aback by the decision to even bring in. Ryan Fitzpatrick, and um, I, I don't know. I uh, t- Taylor Taylor Heineke, he's really good. He's good in clutch moments. Um, I don't see him being the face either, though. Like, I don't really see him being the face of the franchise. I'm really surprised they didn't bring in, like, Cam Newton when he got released from the Patriots. Well, no, the Cam thing was never an option to me because uh, Ron Rivera. Okay. Ron, well, I mean, Ron Rivera already worked with him, so – um, and honestly, like the vaccination thing, obviously Ron Rivera has been very vocal about that and he's immune compromised, you know, obviously just recently beating cancer. So I, I didn't think that that was ever going to be an option for them with Cam. And I, now I do think Cam will end up on a team at some point this season, um, but he's just too talented and, you know, there's just injuries and, you know, too much happens throughout the course of the season for him to not get another job. But I didn't ever think that, that Ron Rivera and, and the Washington football team was an option for Cam. Um, especially Let me ask you a point. question. Let me ask you a question, Joy. Could you see him with your Steelers? Um. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But I, uh, yes, and then immediately no, because I just I I would like that, but I just don't think the Steelers are going to bail on Ben at any point. I think he'd have to throw seven interceptions in a game for them to bench him. They're just not going <laughs> to embarrass him in what is like clearly looking like obviously his final year. The Pittsburgh Steelers are a very loyal organization 
It's a very little city. You know, they're 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 not they're not into appearances. You know what I mean? Like they're going to back up their people regardless. And that's why, even though it might be the right move and it is certainly a, a good conversation to have, I don't know that they're they're actually going to do that. OK, makes sense. Yeah. That's I mean, that's that's I've been talking about Ben all morning. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's it, we're down bad. We're down bad, Ashley. It's a we're in the vortex of insanity. The Steelers are the worst in the AFC North. How did this happen? It's a disaster. I mean, you guys, at this point, we're about to be five and oh, season. and, you know, we I you know, we we I think you and I kind of discussed earlier this year on my show. You know, it, it looked it looked good. It looked good. You guys went all the way to be eleven and zero, and then it just it just went bad. It really went bad. So it's it's just such a switch. It's such a switch, man. Well, got to be able to you got to be able to have good quarterback play, especially in that division now. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Ashley. Follow Ashley Baker at Ashley Baker underscore twenty one, and check out her podcast, the About Nothing But Sports podcast, which is all on her social media. Thank you, Ashley. Uh, good luck to your Cowboys. Hope they win this weekend, but not by more than seven. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Joy. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. All right, we'll talk to Chris Mannix of Sports Illustrated in the volume about the Wilder Fury fight that is tonight. I am headed to Las Vegas as soon as the show is over. Viva Las Vegas. Uh, and I want to get his thoughts on that matchup. And let's talk a little bit about the rookie quarterbacks. I love talking rookie quarterbacks. Trey Lance is getting his uh, start this weekend for San Francisco. And I love what Justin Fields had to say when he got his news that he was going to be the starting quarterback moving forward. It's Joy Joy Taylor on The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. 
The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Class is in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. Whoever you root for, whatever sport you love to watch, the biggest games are even bigger in Vegas. So make sure you plan your trip to Vegas today at visitlasvegas.com. I'm going to Vegas in three hours for Wilder Fury 3 tonight. I'm very, very excited. I love a fight night. Is that the song you would walk out to? In a fight, Iowa Sam? Well, walk-up music is a whole different thing, but I always like that song. It's like Saturday night. It's all right for fighting. It's fight night, Saturday it night. It is fight night. So uh, that's just always kind of my go-to tune. For that's me. a fun game, though. It's a fun game. If you were walking out to a big heavyweight fight, what song would you pick? <sighs> oh, man. You know, because it's, it's important, right? The song selection is important. It's got to be a little intimidating. got to be a little inspiring. It's got to be something that's true to you. Get the juices flowing. All right, I'm going to throw this at you. It might come out to either some Metallica or some Tool. Okay. I don't know, I don't know if you're big specialist in Tool, but there's a couple jams that are just like, uh, they get me going. Listen, whatever gets you going, I, I'm I'm into it. Ryan, do you have a thought? I like to typically go for more uh, irony, so I'll do something like really calm or like, like I was listening to Seal this morning, so I'd come out to Seal. Seal? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Listen, the thing about the the walkout song is like you, there's really no judgment, right? Because it's it's it depends on what kind of fighter you are. Like are you a, are you a theatrical type of person? Are you going to to try and like get the crowd involved or is it all about you and the zone that you're in? So I would go hit him up, Tupac. Very nice. Very nice. Very casual song. There you go. Yeah. If if you're confused about the essence of that <laughs> uh piece uh, I suggest you listen to it, not around children, um, but that is that's one of my all-time favorite songs, and uh, I think that probably says a few things about me, but uh, that's the song I would pick, like right at the top of my head. I, I have like a it. whole list, though. Um, <sighs> I mean, it's it's purely your choice. It's yeah, I think backseat, backseat Freestyle, Kendrick Lamar would be strong as well. I'm really looking forward to what, what this entrance is tonight. We'll talk to Chris Mannix in just a few minutes about it. Uh, on the volume, has a boxing podcast on the volume and uh, senior writer for Sports Illustrated and does the zone boxing as well. I imagine he's in Vegas, but I am not sure. Um, but we will ask him all about that fight in just a few minutes. So Trey Lance is starting this weekend. Justin Fields is officially the starter in Chicago. I love it. He really needed that game and a half holding that tablet to figure out how to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. And he was told that he is the starter. It is his team moving forward. And he had a he had a, like a cute story about it with his family that I that I really liked and thought was very telling. Here's Justin. My parents were actually at my house last night. I told them and um they wanted to go out to celebrate and I told them nah, I'm I'm cool. Um because I'm trying to win this weekend. So um I mean there's nothing I mean of course there's you know some some reason to celebrate but um you know I'm not just gonna be complacent with where I'm at. I'm, I'm gonna continue to grow, continue to get better, and um, just just try to work hard each and every day to you know get get wins on on Sunday. So they didn't go out without you. They went out without me. Were you just home alone? I was just home, yeah, with with my dog Uno watching film last night. So uh, that's that's all I was doing. 
You love to hear it. You love to hear it. Now, look, I'm being a little cheeky here, but there is something to that. Like this is a this is a big job being a starting quarterback in the NFL. It's a big job. It's a big deal. And in Chicago, there are big expectations, as Stacy mentioned earlier with us. And there's a, there's a lot of responsibility for that. Marvin Mims just scored a 52 yard touchdown catch. Now, before that, Joy, it was an eight-point game, so it is a one-possession game. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to. There's still a lot of time. There's like seven minutes left. Okay. They they need a two-pointer to tie it. What a game! What an unbelievable game! This it really Texas, has Oklahoma been a crazy game. shootout at times over the last like seven, eight years. Wow! And his foot just got in there. Unbelievable catch! How fun! So, um, yes, I love that about. I love that. That clip from Justin Fields. I love that he has the self-awareness to know when and where to do things. Like, I don't have any problem with celebrating things. I actually think it's very important to take a moment and appreciate big milestones in your life. Uh, Because I'll be guilty of this as well. Something great will happen. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, that's awesome. Worked for this. On to the next thing. And, like, you do need to sit there and kind of appreciate when you accomplish things and becoming the starter of the Chicago Bears is obviously a very big deal. But I like that he said his parents wanted to go out and celebrate and he said, nah, I'm going to watch some film. Like, does it mean he's going to be a Hall of Famer? No, but nothing is everything. Everything is something. And I think that's that's awesome. And we are tied up. 41-41, Texas, Oklahoma, Ah. Spencer Rattler. Please come to the Miami Dolphins. Oh my God! Wow, what an unbelievable game! Hey, Spencer, something. I've been on Spencer though. I've I'll take the o- over at eighty points, please. Right? That's why I can't bet the under. Who lives like that? I have enough anxiety already. Take the under, please. Unbelievable game. All right, we'll get you updated with the rest of the scores and talk to Chris Mannix. Wilder Fury 3 tonight in Las Vegas. But first, what's trending? Yeah, we got some wildness going on in Dallas. It is the Red River Shootout. Number 6, Oklahoma. Number 21, Texas at the Cotton Bowl. And Caleb Williams just made a a heck of a play. He's been doing it since coming in for Spencer Rattler. 52 yards to Marvin Mims. They hit on the two-point conversion, and suddenly the Texas blowout is a tie game. 41 all, number six Oklahoma, number 21 Texas, 7.25 to play in the fourth quarter. Just inside of three minutes to go in the fourth, number seven Ohio State, 66-17. They're cruising against Maryland. Final in for number 11 Michigan State. They win at Rutgers, 31-13. They're now 6-0. Number 13, Arkansas, has just tied it up with number 17, Ole Miss. They're locked at 45-107 to play. They got touchdown Ole Miss because you can't script this. They just hit the end zone with 107 to play. It's 51-45 with the PAT pending there in Oxford. And a final in from Gainesville, number 20, Florida, 42-0 over Vanderbilt today. Uh... Joey Bosa fined $28,917 for confronting officials Monday night. And the Packers have placed cornerback Jair Alexander on the injured reserve while activating defensive lineman Tyler Alexander from the COVID list. Akeem Hicks out for the Bears against the Raiders with a groin injury. Danny Trevathan, though, has been activated. It's now 52-45. 
number 17 Ole Miss over number 13 Arkansas. Still 107 to play, so you know there's a whole lot of football to go. As we set it back now, it's Joy Taylor here on Fox Sports Radio. You listen to the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Thank you to Ashley Baker and Stacey Dales for joining us earlier. Unbelievable Red River showdown going on right now. Uh, just an incredible game. But let's go out to Chris Mannix, senior writer for Sports Illustrated, The Zone Boxing, The Volume Sports. He is in Las Vegas. I am headed to Las Vegas in just a few hours for this fight tonight. Chris, thanks for joining us. What's, uh, what's the energy fight weekend in Vegas right now? Uh, well, not great energy at this point. That's largely because the travel restrictions from the U.K. have prevented all the you know, five to 10,000 British fans that might be here uh, from being here. Uh, they had a closed weigh-in on Friday, so it, the, the buzz hasn't been what it was in February of 2020 for the second fight, but that, that doesn't change the, the fact that this is a, a fascinating fight that could go in, in multiple different directions. That's really interesting. I, that, that's an interesting perspective. How do you think that that will affect the crowd tonight at T-Mobile? Well, it's not going to be a sellout. Um, it's probably going to be – it's scaled, I think, for 18,000. They're probably going to get about 15,000 fans in there. It'll still be loud. I mean, it's still an event. And, you know, Fury's got some fans um, that are already here, American fans, British fans that live in the U.S. So I would imagine it's it's slanted slight, slightly towards him. But, you know, I, I've been to a lot of, you know, U.K. versus U.S. types of fights, whether it's Ricky Hatton – uh, Joe Calzaghe, I mean, you go down the list of Lennox Lewis when he had some fans uh, over. I mean, it, there's uh, they bring a lot of energy, and they drink a lot of alcohol. Yes. They have a good time <laughs> when they're out here. So uh, without their presence uh, because of travel restrictions, um, it's, it's definitely siphoned away from the atmosphere. So I was at the second fight in February of 2020, and th- there was – Obviously, the conversation about Wilder's entrance outfit, and and I'm for all the pomp and circumstance. Like I'm there to be entertained. I'm cool with all of it. I like the flashy stuff, so I'm into it. But it took like 20 minutes to get everyone out (laughs) into the ring, and Wilder had this really heavy outfit on that weighed 40 pounds, and he said it affected his his fights. One, do you buy that? And two, was there? He said he's like wearing something different now. Like, does that have a, a, an effect on this in any way? Like, has he talked about it? Well, he's talked about a lot of things. Very few of them are believable. I mean, he's gone down a conspiracy rabbit hole when it came to Tyson Fury in the last fight that, you know, strains credulity. I mean, he accused Fury of having loaded gloves, which is virtually mm-hmm. impossible. He accused Fury of manipulating his gloves, which doesn't make a lot of sense. He accused his former trainer, his trainer, of spiking his drink. You know, during that fight, so there's there's nothing to it. Even I was hearing some things from people earlier today about Wilder uh, having some issues with the glove selection on Friday. Uh, so we're already kind of off and running with potential conspiracy theories uh, going into this fight. As far as the the outfit goes, yeah, he did say it was heavy. I mean, but I mean, these are pristinely conditioned athletes. I have a hard time believing you know walking to the ring with some poundage on your shoulders is going to impact you. I mean, if you really believe that, what he should do is 
take a page out of Mike Tyson's book. Yep. Tyson came to the ring in a white towel that was cut <laughs> out in the middle and you know, took it off as soon as he walked there. I mean, you really want to make a statement and say you're doing things differently, go the Tyson route and carry virtually nothing on your body. Yeah, Colin and I talk about that all the time. But Mike Tyson's he was built a little different than everybody yeah. else. There's only, there's only ever one going to be one Mike Tyson. Um, what's the story of this fight to you, this third fight in the trilogy of Wilder Fury? Well, there are two ways to look at it. One, if you're, if you're looking at it from Fury's perspective, this is his chance not just to cement himself as the number one heavyweight in boxing, but perhaps the number one heavyweight of this generation. He will have defeated you know, the top guy twice, potentially in devastating fashion. Um, he may still get the Anthony Joshua fight, but Joshua, the shine has come off him considerably yeah. in the last couple of years with the losses. Uh, that he's had. So Fury's got a chance at, at, at really elevating himself to a higher level. I think the stakes are even higher, though, for Deontay Wilder. I mean, the story for him is proving he is a high-level guy. I mean, I'm a Hall of Fame voter in, in the Boxing Hall of Fame. If Deontay Wilder loses this fight, I can't bring myself to voting for him for the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's got this sterling record, the greatest knockout percentage in heavyweight history, a five-and-a-half-year run as heavyweight champion, but his resume is paper thin. He's got one, he's beaten one fighter, uh, Luis Ortiz, and he's beaten him twice. That's the only quality win on his resume right now. If he goes down to Tyson Fury, especially if he goes down in a comparable way to what happened 20 months ago, you know, there's going to be a lot of talk, justifiable talk, that Wilder was wildly overrated, that, that he was just this big puncher who was hand-picked opponents, and when he finally faced somebody you know, worth his salt, he got beat. And uh, I, I think those... That critique will be fair if he can't find a way to beat Tyson Fury. Mm. We're talking to Chris Mannix. He's in Las Vegas for Wilder Fury 3 tonight. So Fury, to me, in the second fight, his body looked different. And he talked about it. He said he was eating differently. He was you know, taking different supplements. He was really paying attention to what he was putting in his body. And I, I thought it showed. I noticed it specifically what did we call them, Iowa Sam? What is it, the, the uh, saddlebags area? Yeah, like that little lower area underneath your uh, shoulder blades, a little, little tough area to get to. They were gone. Like he's, he's obviously a massive person, but he looked like he was in better shape, and I thought he looked faster, and he, he obviously, it, 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 it helped him. He won. So he, now his trainer is saying he put on 20 pounds. So what did he weigh in at yesterday, and, and do you think that that's going to affect this fight in, an, in a negative way? No, yeah, Sugar Hill said he was going to put on 20 pounds. Turns out only put on about four oh, uh, wow. from the last fight. He was at 277, which is a career-high weight when it comes to boxing uh, for Tyson Fury. But you never really judge Fury on his weight or his physique. I mean, the guy's never going to be cut out of a poster. I mean, he just is kind of this sort of flabby guy that, you know, he weighed 256, I think, for the first fight with Wilder back in 2018. 273 in the last fight, 277 now. It doesn't change his skill set. I mean, he's got fast hands, good head movement, and nothing he's carrying around the midsection really uh, really changes that. What's, what's actually the most interesting part of the weight conversation is Deontay Wilder's 238. That's the highest he's ever been in his career. He spent months on Instagram posting pictures of him bench pressing, and that makes for great pictures and, and video at the weigh-in, but... Boxers aren't built on muscle. I mean, you, you can run down the list of all the great boxers in history that have been muscular who have not been very good. I mean, look, Anthony Joshua just got beat by Alexander Usyk. Joshua 
is like a Greek god. Usyk yeah. is nothing close to it, and he outworked him. And my concern with Wilder going into this fight is that muscle is heavy, and muscle can make you tired. So if Deontay Wilder doesn't find a way to get Fury out of there early, I can absolutely see a scenario where he tires even quicker in this third fight, and Fury's able to take advantage of it. So he, he thinks that the weight's going to help him kind of carry Fury when Fury's kind of leaning on him, and it's going to give him a little bit of extra uh, strength in the ring. I don't buy it. I think it's a mistake to come in as heavy as Deontay Wilder did. Hmm. Chris, you're, you're selling me on Fury right now. I don't know if that's what you're trying to do, but we're, <laughs> we're talking to Chris Mannix. What, who, I mean, I don't know if you are giving your prediction about this fight, yeah. but how do you think that this fight is going to go? It's funny. Out here in Vegas, I was at a sports book last night. All the, a lot of the money's going on Deontay Wilder. I don't really know why. Um, you know, Fury in the first fight proved, Fury in the first fight, you know, who was basically, you know, six months off a three-year layoff and, you know, fat and out of shape, went the distance with Deontay Wilder. He beat the bejesus out of him uh, in 2020 um, when he was in better shape. I think he's even sharper uh, this time around. And more importantly, not many guys come back from the type of beating that Deontay Wilder took. I mean, maybe you do it if you're 26. Deontay Wilder is almost 36. And he's coming in with a new trainer, a new team around him. You know, those things are fine, but oftentimes it takes a training staff, a a fight or two fights to really take hold what they want to do with a fighter, everything to me just points directly at Tyson Fury. Of course, Deontay, with that right hand, can finish a fight at any time. That goes without saying, but you know that's like one way Deontay Wilder can win. I can list nine ways that Tyson Fury can win, and that's why I think he wins almost in a carbon copy of the way he won the last fight. Ooh, well, you've given me a lot to think about, Chris. I haven't decided <laughs> where I'm putting my money yet, but uh, you, you, you've made some... Made a compelling argument that I should not feel too confident about Wilder, but he is the underdog after all. And uh, the, the weight thing was very interesting to me, though, because that was giving me a lot of pause. It was like 20 pounds is a lot of weight to just put on for really no reason at all when you were looking the way that, that Fury was. So he, he's only put on four pounds, and Deontay is actually the one that has, has put on some significant muscle. I'm very excited for this fight tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Enjoy Las Vegas and enjoy the fight tonight. Make sure you follow Chris Mannix at SI Chris Mannix. Check out his podcast on the volume sports, also the zone and sports illustrated. Enjoy the fight tonight, Chris. You got to enjoy anytime. Thank you. Oh, I'm nervous. I was so confident about putting, putting, uh, going with Wilder tonight. I don't know now. I got to think that's what happens when you talk to an expert. Also, I looked into it and, uh, saddlebags are actually more around the, uh, the, the bum of a person, the rump. The rump. Yeah. So we are a little off, but Dang. it's also a great term to use. So tweet us what uh tweet us what we're <laughs> the body part that we're supposed to be. I don't think that part of the body right has like a name. It does have a name? All right. Well, lower back fat, I guess. Uh it was gone. Something but it doesn't like that, matter because right? Fury is still an excellent fighter. Uh all right, I'll give you my picks again, um, and my top five uh <laughs> games of the weekends for NFL week five, the Joy Taylor show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Welcome back to the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. Very excited excited for Fury Wilder 3. We just talked to Chris Mannix, who made some very compelling arguments for Fury being the one that's going to come out with the victory tonight at T-Mobile. Thank you to everyone who joined us today. Stacey Dales of the NFL Network and 670 The Score in Chicago. Talking to a little Justin Fields, who is officially the starter for the Chicago Bears now, and Ashley Baker at Ashley Baker underscore 21, host of the About Nothing But Sports podcast, talking about the Cowboys. And I, I don't know. I think I think they're the real deal. I know we say this every time that they start getting spicy, but their defense looks much, much better. And I've always been a Dak fan. So uh, I will give you my two picks to start. I, I have decided I am not, I don't have the stomach. I don't have the stomach for the Bengals yet. I got to see how this goes. By the way, Oklahoma up 48-41 on Texas now. With 2:55 left, so that uh, that game has turned crazy. Wow! Um, so my two picks: I'm going with Carolina minus three against the Eagles at home, and the Giants plus seven. It's a divisional game. Giants haven't. The Giants don't get blown out. I think the Giants they cover. They don't win. The Cowboys are going to win, but I'm going to take the Giants plus seven. All right, let's run through my five games for week five. Chiefs, Eagles. Um, oh, that's not the, this week. Where's that? That's stupid. That's not. <laughs> Chiefs are playing the Bills. <laughs> like, what is this? That's old. That's from last week. Packers, Bengals. Very interested in this game. I love Joe Burrow. I love the way that the Bengals are trending right now. Uh, Packers minus three at Cincinnati. Again, I don't have the stomach for it, but if you're feeling a little wild. It's, it's a game to watch this weekend. I think if the Bengals, this would be a statement win 
for the Bengals. It wouldn't really mean anything if the, if the Packers lost, but it would be a statement win yeah. for the Bengals. Bears, Raiders, Justin Fields officially the starter in Chicago. How do the Raiders answer? They are favored by five and a half in Las Vegas. Browns, Chargers. Baker, we now know, is playing through an injury. Justin Herbert has been incredible. Los Angeles Chargers favored by two and a half in that game. Niners, Cardinals. Trey Lance getting his first start. How does the rookie fare against the Cardinals, who have been unbelievable this season? Woo! It's really wrong about the Cardinals. No, I didn't say they were going to be bad, but uh, I didn't have them as a playoff team. It appears I was a bit off there. Didn't, didn't see this step up. Bit of a mistake. We'll just pretend that didn't happen. Cardinals look amazing. Uh, they're the best watch in the NFL to me. Kyler Murray, unbelievable. And we're, we're not really paying attention to how great their defense has been playing. They have some playmakers on that side of the ball. They've been playing incredible football. And uh, this is a must-watch game this weekend. And then, of course, the AFC Championship rematch between the Bills and Chiefs in Kansas City at Arrowhead. Everybody's on the Bills. Are the Chiefs done? Are they falling apart? Can their defense hold Josh Allen to under, what are they scoring every week, like 45 points? <laughs> they're, they're incredible right now. And the Bills defense actually deserves a lot of credit as well. Two shutouts. Bills defense playing great as well. I'm excited. So Carolina minus three, Giants plus seven, Packers, Bengals, Bears, Raiders, Browns, Chargers, Niners, Cardinals, Bills, Chiefs, an exciting Week five in the NFL approaching. Thank you to Stacey Dales, Ashley Baker, and Chris Mannix for joining us. Very excited for Las Vegas. Vegas! Vegas, baby! Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. Steve Hartman and Jeff Schwartz are on next on Fox Sports Radio. I still got to decide. How am I going to buy my mansion? Is it Wilder or is it Fury? I'm going to go with Fury. You go with Fury? I think I think I'm gonna have to do it too. He is favored. We'll see. We'll find out tonight. Fury Wilder three. Steve Hartman, Jeff Schwartz next on Fox Sports Radio. We'll catch you next week. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.